0: Bootleg Podcasts, made for everyone, by anyone. You are listening to The Ratings Right, a game show podcast based around the films you love and their ratings. Think the price is right, with a lower budget, less Bruce, and no prizes. Introducing your host, Ian Crowe. It's
1: The Ratings. It's The Ratings. 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 The Rating
2: rating.
1: Hello and welcome to our fourth episode of The Rating is Right. So before I introduce my co-host, let's just explain how this is going to work. So quite simply, my co-host will be guessing the ratings of a series of films, including whether they are higher or lower than the previous one. They'll be getting one point for a correct guess of higher or lower, an additional point for whoever is closest and a whopping three points for anyone lucky enough to guess the racing bang on. The current winner will guess first each round to give the other contestant an advantage and a chance to catch up. The winner at the end of the episode will have the honour and privilege of giving a recommendation of a film that takes their fancy. Now that's sorted, let's meet my co-host. He is the current loser uh, for the podcast.
3: It's George. Oh hello! I'm hanging my head in shame, but ready to <laughs> ready to come back. I feel like I
1: needed to get that in there just because you have been riding high towards the start of our podcast.
3: You just uh, want series. any, you just love any opportunity to to put me down in the shit. I know you, but it,
1: basically, me. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's just basically what I want to do. Uh, and we've also got tech genius uh, <laughs> with us, Owen <laughs> <Ari> Cox.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh. The previous episode's winner who just pummeled George into oblivion.
1: <laughs> so just to clarify with people, you can believe it or not if uh, Aaron is actually a tech genius, but um, he's, he's still been asking where and what the record button is for <laughs> <four> <laughs> episodes in. So I'll leave that up to you whether you feel like he's a tech genius or not. Um, so Aaron is the current champion. At the moment, with the one win, and George has the two wins. So we're going to episode four. So this time, in our fourth episode, we will be guessing the ratings of films directed by one of the greatest filmmakers of our generation. Is it Ridley Scott? It's Quentin Tarantino. Oh! yes. so I thought Quentin Tarantino. And I will show you boys later, but I've actually and managed to actually get my Django Unchained original cinema poster up and framed and it's in my room Ooh. so I will show you that at the end to, uh, yeah. to you guys um, so let's I mean it's the original one so I've actually had that for nine years so I was um, 2013 that came up very cool so how are you boys feeling around trying to guess the ratings of Quint and Tarantino movies
3: I think this will be an interesting one. I haven't seen, there's actually some Tarantino films I haven't seen, but I know they're all pretty good. So this will be a first, some consistently high ratings, I reckon.
1: I guess over the films, we'll find out which ones you haven't actually watched. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: Oddly enough, I've got a real funny feeling in my feet. I'm tapping away. I'm just,
3: you know, he's he's all excited. Look at his dumb (laughs) dumb little face.
1: (laughs) I feel like there was more to what Owen was about to say. Then um, I might take my socks off kind for of... this one.
3: Oh, there we go. <laughs> Have you
1: got like pins and needles? Do we need to call an ambulance for you, Owen? Or should we be concerned? <laughs> um, right. So, shall we get started? Yes. So, let's. how it starts is uh, we're going to start off with the first film, and I just want you guys to try and guess. Uh, the, the score for the first one to get us started. So the first one in his filmography is Reservoir Dogs. Um, Sorry, say that again. Reservoir Dogs.
0: Reservoir. reservoir. You mean you mean reservoir?
3: Reservoir.
0: Yeah. What? Reservoir.
3: Reservoir. Res- reservoir. You said res- reservoir. Reservoir.
0: reservoir. No. Oh come on, Ian! You need to step up your hosterial duties here. Can't <laughs> the titles of the films.
1: I'll go with our dogs because that's just uh, yeah, it sounds cooler. Um,
2: I'm
1: going to res- reservoir. Reservoir, no. no? Reservoir. It's French. Res- reservoir. Yeah. You sounded French. Yeah. then. Want to- you know I'm going to search how to say how to say reservoir <laughs> right now. <laughs>
2: Oh, I'm dear. going to play this.
1: Reservoir. Oh, shit. I've been saying that for these years. <laughs> <laughs> Reservoir. Okay. Right now, it just sounds like a really French movie. Um, <laughs> so, Owen, you are the current champion at the moment, so you get to go first. Uh, Reservoir. Dogs. <laughs> uh, what do you think the rating is uh, from zero to 100?
0: I think Reservoir Dogs slapped from uh, from the get-go. I think it landed like a bomb, didn't it? It was a huge success. It launched the careers of many of the actors involved. Um, personal favourite of mine. Uh, I'm going to go straight in. am not going to waste any time in beating George again this week. <laughs> and I'm going to say um, 85.
1: 85. Okay, that's quite that's mm. high. Uh, I feel like George has already got his thinking hat on here. Yeah. And he's already in a bit of a dilemma.
3: I am in a bit of a dilemma, mainly because I haven't seen this film.
1: Oh uh, right, okay. So this is the one one of the ones you haven't this actually This is watched, one of the so... ones I
3: have not seen. Um Right, okay. But if it's the one that I'm thinking of, um is this like Mr. whatever his face is and stuff?
1: Mr. White, Mr. Black, yeah, Mr. like Pink. the colours. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I know it from pop culture but I don't know it from the film itself. Um, it's a very eerie film. Eerie? Yeah. What do you mean? That'll make sense to people who have seen it.
1: Eerie?
0: There's a scene with an ear he cuts his ear off.
1: Oh, so I thought he said it's eerie.
0: Oh. I was like, is it?
3: <laughs> he was just making an awful joke. It was a play on words. It just wasn't a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I I am assuming that this is a well-received film in terms of critics owen went with 85 Yep, um he clearly liked it but he's a simpleton so that doesn't mean the critics agree with him however i think it's pretty high i'm gonna go for a cheeky 83 you're okay. slightly lower than owen
1: Slightly lower, and you have gone the right way by going slightly lower it's on seventy nine ah. so george you take the early lead hey you get you get the two points as you are close uh the closest, so you are now in the lead um so are you actually going to watch this film now we have kind of slightly discussed it because we can't discuss it too much because I don't want to say too much about giving a lot away
3: how good it is um but you, is this is this the only one you've not watched? No. There's 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 quite a there's a a few. I think unless oh. I'm unless I'm wildly forgetting things. But as we go through the list I'm sure I'll be like, "Oh no, I have actually seen that." Have you seen the Usual Suspects? No. That is that's a, great, that's, that's, a the, that's a great film. See, in my head those two are like the same film. <laughs> I don't know. They're why.
0: very much different, but I get why you would say that. Usual yeah. Suspects
3: is like the lineup, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Del Toro,
3: Kevin Spacey. What does he
0: say? Put your hands up, you fucking cocksucker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's got one of the the greatest and best twists in in cinema history. Useful suspects as well. With uh, Reservoir Dogs, I'm going to say it, I'm going to really, really go for that French sounding now. It only took $3 million for a 1.2 to 3 million uh, budget, so it wasn't necessarily a kind of like commercial success at the time it really kind of gained a lot of kind of a big cult following after the success of Pulp Fiction so it did take a little while for it to really really pick up and show that it could be a successful movie um talking about Pulp Fiction that is the next film on the list um so George you are leading um so you get to go first so Pulp Fiction is that higher or lower than Reservoir
3: Dogs on 79 you did it I again. Still, I, I, I reservoir. Still you're, you're saying reservoir. <laughs> yeah. He's doing Do you on purpose. It's, it's like
1: 30 years of saying it, basically. <laughs> it's going like to take a lot, of, uh,
3: a lot of conditioning and work to get that out. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, we're moving on from it now, so it's not a problem. Yeah, to be fair, I'm surprised you can say the word fiction correctly, so... <laughs> <laughs> um I'll so, be quiet for the rest of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame you're hosting. Um, <laughs> pulp fiction. I have seen. Not for a long, long time. Um I saw it when I was too young. Um but I remember really enjoying it. I know that everybody seems to really enjoy it. Samuel L. Jackson's amazing in it. So I'm gonna say that this is Definitely higher, um, and I'm going to go to 84. 84, so slightly
1: higher on the previous film, 79. I think so. Um, Owen, I'm guessing you have watched Pulp Fiction. Do you feel like, I feel like you're the kind of person who doesn't kind of believe in the hype of how great Pulp Fiction is. Do Do you believe the hype on it being one of the greatest movies of all time?
0: I think you've pegged me wrong again, Ian. I think you always get me wrong. I had the photo, I said the photo, the poster of Uma Thurman laying on the bed with the uh, magazine and the magnum on my bedroom wall, actually. Next
1: yeah. to your Batman and Robin post, because that's your favourite Batman yeah. movie, yeah. isn't it? With so... the, with, with batnips. <laughs> 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 um...
0: so,
1: you're, so you're a fan of Pulp Fiction and you, you, you believe the hype, or you, you think it's one of the best movies of all time?
0: I do believe the hype, but I did watch it when I was about 13 and I just didn't get it. I was like, what is this film with just lots of dialogue and not a lot of action? And I thought yeah. it was garbage. And then I watched it again as an adult and I really enjoyed it. Um, what more can you that's, say? It's that great...
3: shows, that's, It gives a very different look into our lives. Because we watched it like when we were roughly the same age. And I was like, I yeah. enjoyed it. And you're like, no, so boring. <laughs> <laughs> I would say a point with it. I think I watched it when I was probably around
1: that age and I kind of didn't really get it. I um, mm. only until kind of watched it when I was maybe about like 17. I was Heathens. like, wow, this is like, this is a great film. Heathens and I've siblings.
0: always wanted to have a um, a big kahuna burger as well. Oh, it, it sounds great, doesn't it? It does sound great. What do you think was in the briefcase?
1: Do you know what I don't know, but a lot of people say it was something to do with Elvis. It was some kind of like Elvis reference of some kind.
0: I think it's like um, a Pandora's box. Those who desire what's within it have a faster demise because John Travolta's character has a faster demise. Um, what's the guy called who hires them to do the job?
1: Uh, Wallace. Wallace. He he has yeah. a
0: faster demise. Um, Bruce Willis's character has a fast demise and the only one he seems to have like a redemption arc is Samuel L. Jackson Jules Winfield I had the Pulp Fiction wallet for years actually with Bad Motherfucker in front of it <laughs> That's <laughs> always a
1: dream to have that kind of uh, wallet
3: but one day maybe Yeah um, that, what? that was probably the most intelligent theory I've ever heard Owen talk about That's <laughs> That's definitely just read off the internet. No, a- <laughs> there's no way that's inside his head. <laughs>
0: I've had two coffees. I'm in a heightened state of consciousness. He's gone um, from sleepy Jones <laughs> to some kind of movie trivia god. It's yeah. Insane. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. What's the rules on? i having the same score again. You can't have the not same high score. Rule of it. Why, yeah, why not? No, you, it
1: could be one, one or the other because otherwise oh, if you, you just guys, keep the same you, you, you'll just draw all You guys are such
0: sticklers for the rules um, yeah. <laughs> well, just, be be I, at, just be good at the quiz What about if I go 85 and a half?
1: Well, you can't do 85 and a half, because there's, what, a half. there's no, there's no, no rules and,
0: You've never established rules and halves
3: I went 84 so you can go 85 I went 85 in the last round Oh you can go the same for you Oh, yeah, can I? 85 again yeah, if you, you just, want to. Oh, you know oh sorry. Right.
0: That's a misunderstanding. Okay, 85. So neither higher nor lower. So he's got... So,
3: no, no, no. Because you're saying higher. Right, so we had a really intelligent comment and now he's gone right back down to dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're, it's higher or lower than the previous film, which was Reservoir Dogs on 79.
0: Oh, I thought it was higher or lower than my <laughs> previous guess.
3: No. <laughs> have you been playing I, this game wrong this whole time?
0: Well, I won the you last one, so I can't be that bad.
1: <laughs>
0: um, I'm saying 85 again.
1: Okay, you see, you see, so you feel like it's higher.
0: I feel like it's higher.
1: Okay, all right. So, um, Owen is the closest... Uh, with that one uh, it's actually raised you can suck on that George fiction. it's rated 94 wow um, so it's very very high um, Pulp Fiction mainly because it is deemed to be a modern masterpiece um, and was a massive uh, commercial success uh, just a quick guess how many times do you think they say the word fuck in in, in the film
0: I'm going to go straight in with 69
3: <laughs> <laughs> way
1: more than that yeah, way more than
0: that. Um, just, oh um, wait, 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 wait! Before George guesses, can we establish whether or not there's bonus points being dished out for this?
1: No, this is this is this is, this is a bit of fun. This because uh, also Tarantino is known for using profanity quite a lot in his films. I'm so. gonna go
3: for five hundred and two.
1: Oh, that's quite a lot. I mean, it's it's, it's in the middle. Two hundred and sixty-five times the oh. word "fuck" is used. It's quite a lot. Not the record. Um and talking about the bad motherfucker wallet, um, it does belong to Quentin Tarantino. He still has the original wallet uh nice. for, from the film. So a bit of trivia. There, he's you su- guys. he's
3: such a weird guy. He is very
1: strange. <laughs> he's just very he's very passionate about films. If you listen to his podcasts that he does with Roger Avery The um, the number of just... times
3: you mentioned that podcast. Yeah, I I mean <laughs> guess
1: I mean, I'd love to be a guest on there, guys, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can just completely show me up with all these films that I've no idea they're talking about can uh, I ask a question but, mm, it depends if it means After if you've... you're
0: going to ask you go to the toilet that's no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have went at lunchtime um, <laughs> you you finish your conversation about your podcast and then I'll, I'll chime in with what I've got to say because I interrupted
1: I know I was done I think he's done I'm, now Yeah.
0: What, I, I, I thought we were plugging another
1: podcast well, I don't think Quentin Tarantino be listening to our podcast, but if he is, he's very welcome to come on. And uh...
0: We could tell him there's feet involved. He might, he might give it a chance.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on from Pulp Fiction. You're both uh, drawing currently with two points each. The Ooh, next rare. film on the list is Jackie Brown. Now, is that higher or lower than Pulp Fiction on 94? four uh we'll keep it consistent with george even though you're both drawing at the moment uh george you will continue to go first for this one yeah. um is this one that you've seen or not
3: it, no and i'll be honest no i have not i couldn't tell you what this film is about who's in it or anything like that so if you could give give me a little breakdown okay
1: right jackie brown It's very much inspired by kind of like black exploitation films from the 70s. So it stars Pam Grier, who was a massive, massive star in the 70s in black exploitation movies. And she plays a air hostess who kind of gets caught smuggling in loads of drugs and money uh, from one country into the United States. And then the FBI, uh, which consists of uh, Michael Keaton, um, wants to work with her to try to bring down some kind of big people in the United States. So it's kind of like a crime kind of movie. Um, but Samuel
3: Jackson's in it; he's brilliant. Robert De Niro. Uh, so it's got a great cast. It's a very long, long film. I was going to say how how long is it, and when did it come out? It's about two about two hours forty, and I believe it's ninety six that um,
1: Jackie Brown came out. So it's a couple of years after. Uh, pulp Fiction. But it's got a okay. fantastic cast, really, really good. Kind of slow burner, but really, really good. Uh, some classic Tarantino scenes as well in there as well. So I've plugged
3: Jackie Brown for you. Um, uh, I don't know if that'll help at all of your uh, your rating, guest. I mean, Brown, but I know it's. I uh, from what you've said, it's a good film. So <laughs> I
0: wouldn't trust Ian's judgment.
3: Well, yeah, to be fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so ninety-seven. It's... Sorry, ninety-seven. It's definitely, it's definitely lower than Pulp Fiction. Okay. I feel like I would have known more about the plot and everything if it was as good as, like, one of the modern classics. So, I'm going to go lower. Um, I'm going to go a fair bit lower. And I'm going to go down to, I'm going to go 82.
1: 82? Okay, so not... Completely a lot, not sort of a lot lower, but still quite high. So yeah, still, still good. a
3: good film, but lower than like comparatively worse. Right. Okay.
1: Okay. Right. That's fair enough. Um yes. Owen, I'm guessing uh, you've you've watched all of uh, Tarantino movies, so I'm not going to have to ask you every time whether you've watched the film or not. Is that right?
0: I have seen Jackie Brown. Yes, I've seen them all.
1: What are your thoughts on Jackie Brown? So I feel like every person I speak to who has seen Jackie Brown always says it's kind of the weakest or the one the weaker kind of tantrum. But it's the one that kind of like kind of gets forgotten a little bit. Do you would you agree with that?
0: Uh oh yeah, I would agree with that. But I do think it's a good film. I just think to follow up from Pulp Fiction is a is a huge task to follow such an iconic film and even. For its time, it was iconic when it came out. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I I do like Jackie Brown. I, I think it's a good film. I don't think it's got tons of rewatchability though. As if like like Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs, you can just watch them over and over again, like throughout your life, and still get the same level of enjoyment. But Jackie Brown's a bit more of a slog. But it has a very good um, soundtrack. Do you know uh, Sh- Strawberry Letter Twenty Three when he mm-hmm. puts Chris Tucker in the boot? yeah in that scene and uh bobby womack across 110th street that's it yeah, well across i'd say that's
1: Street. one of my favorite movie openings actually last week
0: yeah is it robert de niro's in jackie brown right
2: yes yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, plays yeah, yeah,
1: the guy yeah. who's just been um he's just been released from prison for armed robbery i believe
2: yeah doesn't he get um, shot in the face <laughs>
1: spoilers. I was about to say, spoilers for uh, for George, who we currently can't see at the moment. Uh, I'm trying to
3: help my bad internet out by turning off my camera.
1: Oh, right, okay.
3: Also, I'm just <laughs> all Googling all the, the answers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, William, but um,
0: I'm demanding that we stop the podcast until I can see George's hands. <laughs> there we go. He's back. He's back. Oh, actually, turn it off. Turn
1: it off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but Robert De Niro is very much a bit of a kind of a stoner in this movie. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like smoking from a bomb quite a lot, and just kind of a bit of a. He, he's a bit of. He, he's also come out of prison for, I believe, it's for robbery. uh yeah, arms dealers, a, right?
0: Aren't they trying to sell like oozes and stuff like that?
1: Uh, yeah, I believe so. Uh, but he's he's a bit he's a bit like he's a bit useless. Yeah. He's quite comedic in, in this. I think it's probably one of the earlier kind of Robert De Niro movies as well. Like he's kind of his comedic times quite good. At times without it being kind of blatantly obvious it's kind of a, a comedic turn at times, but um but I would agree that it's not as re- kind of rewatchable as other Tarantino movies. It's still a really good watch though. It is one that you watch and forget that it's really good but doesn't yeah. kind of match up quite as well as his other pieces of work. I think it
0: would be better regarded if it didn't have Tarantino's name attached to it. Because okay, the threshold for his films is so high that Jackie Brown doesn't quite hit the heights of his other films. It's almost forgotten about and thrown to the wayside. Is this the film? Am I right in saying is this the first film where there's some kind of weird foot stuff?
3: Was there not is feet there in... Fiction? I was going to say there's feet in Pulp Fiction. Isn't there? Is there? Can we get a foot check? <laughs> I'm, I'm going I'm I'm to do a little Google... Because um, I think there is.
0: Have a look on Footopedia. Is that is that a
3: thing, Owen?
0: I don't know. You'll have to ask people with uh, strange vestiges. Not to kink shame, but...
1: Uh, I believe there might they might be a scene, actually. Talk uh, about the f- a foot massage. Yeah. And There's... then he went full-on foot. Foot mad and Jackie Brown. I guess
0: you could say, at the time, it probably wasn't a thing that was very much accepted, being into feet. So, we've got to give it props for um, representation.
1: (laughs) Are you trying to say something, Owen? Are you trying to say that you're a massive foot fan?
0: No, no, no. I just feel like Tarantino and feet are so synonymous with one another that we cannot... Just avoid it throughout the whole episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was going to come up at some point. I was waiting for it. Uh, we've, done, we've done quite well to get to the third movie. And it was literally, it, it was tweet. literally
3: the first joke that Owen made when he yeah, said it was Tarantino it was. movies. He was tapping his feet. So, <laughs> oh, sorry, I
1: didn't, I didn't get that. that. Clearly goes to show I'm not, not still with it. So, I, think I've still, I think I've still definitely got COVID brain uh, in some way. Mm. Um, so, a good excuse. yeah, it's a good excuse. So Owen, you're going to give us your rating for Jackie Brown.
0: Jackie Brown. Um, My rating is going to be 74, and it's not a percentage; it's just a 74, no percent.
1: (laughs) Okay, okay. So you're both right with being lower. Uh, Owen is the closest. Oh damn! It's actually on 64. Oh, what? Quite a jump. Quite a jump down. You said it was Um, a good
3: film. I I trusted you. I did say it's a good <laughs> film.
1: Uh, I, it, but it just on the Metascore, it doesn't seem to work out that way. Um, but I will give you some, um, some excerpts from some reviews. So you've got some other opinions as well, George. Yes, please. Um, Michael Wilmington from Chicago Tribune uh, says, A twisty comedy of betrayal and greed. There you go. Um, Jay Car from the Boston Globe. Surprisingly, Tarantino displays less confidence assembling it than he did in his earlier film. At more than two hours, it's simply too long, or at least it seems so. So, like I said, people feel like it's a little bit too long, uh, but there are people out there who do love Jackie Brown. Um, But with that, Owen, you got the two points. George, you got the one. So Owen takes the lead with four points, and George is on three. Um, So Owen will be... It is very, very close. Not um, used to this. No, but well, we're getting into our fourth movie now, which is Kill Bill Volume 1. Oh, oh, hold so, on. Hold your horses. What? Where's uh, Dust Till Dawn? This was the question not, I was going to it's ask it's, earlier. It's not, it's not a directed it's written.
0: Oh, like, Ian, Tarantino, Ian, no. It's
1: directed Even by I Robert, knew. Robert Even Rodriguez. I, knew that. I am doing the Quentin Tarantino directed movies. There be no, there's no true romance. There's no natural born killers. There's no Dusty Dawn.
0: So we won't be addressing the Selma hikes scene in from Dusty Dawn. Well, you
1: but, but I mean, if you really want to talk about it, I'll be very, very happy to talk about that. Also,
0: I will just <laughs> have a look at that
1: outside of the podcast <laughs> in, in, in your own time research yeah, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that to, to to you just to do by yourself tonight um so no we won't be doing that because it's not directed by tarantino unfortunately it's directed by Robert Rodriguez. ian and so his technicalities thing, god it's not really a technicality i'm just saying it's just not directed by Quentin tarantino so um so it is Kill bill volume one um, as the next film so you get to go first Owen uh, so last film was Jackie Brown, 64 uh, Kill Bill Volume 1 higher or lower
0: am I right in saying I'm currently on top and George
1: is on bottom
3: that's <laughs> <laughs> how I like I'm not it quite,
1: what I was about to say is that I think that might be the way how that would go uh, <laughs> I'm going to see it to believe it though I wouldn't even consider George a power bottom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kill Bill Volume
1: 1 Kill Bill Volume 1 yeah. Kill Bill
0: Volume 1 is another one that I watched as a teenager and didn't appreciate until I got older I feel like there's a theme with Tarantino films that uh, it's almost like, not to sound pretentious but you have to be at like a, a maturer level to appreciate the greatness is yeah, that definitely. is that a fair comment? Or is that just me yeah, being definitely. stupid?
1: I feel like Kill Bill Volume One was always kind of a little bit average when I watched it when I was younger. And I think it only took me maybe the last four or five years to rewatch it and thinking, this is actually really strong. I really, really dig this film. It's so much fun. Uh, I think it's very clever. And Uma Thurman's great. Oh she yeah, great. Great.
3: Hang on. Hang on. she is
1: great. She does anyway, but she's Do you not amazing.
3: think this is like an easy, an easy buy-in to Tarantino? What do you mean? I've always thought like Kill Boo's, like a really easy way in, like it doesn't require a lot of thought. Yeah, I suppose like it's a lot, lot more others. straightforward, isn't it? Yeah, it's,
1: yeah, and it's 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 basically nearly an hour shorter than Jackie Brown. Bear in mind though that he wanted both films to be one, hmm. um, but Mr. Weinstein uh, oh, did, he 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 didn't think he could it could be marketed as a full kind of like three hour three and a half hour movie. Yeah. So it got cut into two. So hence why it's an hour and 50. Um, so can it's... I
0: just make a point, Ian? Yes. Hence and why both mean why. There's no need to say both of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've just been corrected by Owen. I feel like I should just give up.
3: Yeah, just delete the recording. <laughs> it's fine. I won't, I won't tell anyone what happened. This <laughs> has <laughs> been a lost episode and a lost podcast. Yeah. I'm never coming back. <laughs> but um, in terms of kind of more, it being a more like kind of slim that simplistic film. There's that theory, isn't there, that uh, Kill Bill is a film that would be released in like the Pulp Fiction universe.
0: Yeah, because of the five fo- Star Fox Five, whatever they're called.
3: Yeah, that, uh, yeah. I, 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 unless, I'm, yeah. Cause so, like, isn't it purposefully more simplistic as well? Whether that's like the real theory or not, but it's supposed to be a bit more like. Um, like I guess grind housey.
0: Ian's going to know where she speaks to John Travolta or Furman in Pulp Fiction and describes the TV show that she was part of. It's loosely based around that, isn't it, Ian, right? Hit him well, with the is, trivia, that's Ian. That's absolutely right.
1: Yeah, that no. is right, that is right. But talking about the kind of Tarantino universe, though, there is, I mean, all these films kind of have some kind of hint here and there between one movie and another and another and another, but not completely obvious. Right. Um... There's, I'm pretty sure there's a scene in Kill Bill Volume One or Two with the grave digger scene. I'm pretty sure that's Volume Two, um, and there's a name on uh, on one of the gravestones, and it's I think it's a character that is related to um, Christopher Waltz's character in uh, Django Unchained. So there's always exactly. some kind of like connection. Um, but Kill Bill, it does still have that kind of grindhouse Five, I do agree with you, George, with that because it's kind of like Kung Fu's kind of martial arts and he yeah. loves those kind of movies so it's also a throwback towards that time of, of movie making but the, personally for me the fight scene in like the club where mm. she fights the crazy 88 is one of the most insane scenes in the whole film personally I think that's mm. one of my favourite scenes
0: Yeah. Do they not use the same they smoke the same cigarettes in every Tarantino film right? Isn't it the apple cigarettes? with the? Is it an apple on the packaging?
1: I'm not too sure that I know that's a thing so.
0: They didn't want to do product placement when it came to s- tobacco or cigarettes, so they used the same brand of, like, obviously fictional cigarettes throughout every single film that he made. There's a few little nuances like that.
3: It's very, very moral from, yeah. a, from a a man who loves the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> but he can get away with it because Sam says is okay. So, you know, it's, it, it's, it's okay.
0: <laughs> he's, he's been given his pass.
1: <laughs> there you go yeah exactly so it's all good so
3: <laughs> yeah, whose turn is it by the way we've got really it's,
1: owen, it's uh, <laughs> owen went off tangent a little bit it is owen's uh it is owen's guess
0: some trivia for the uh, listeners red apple cigarettes is a fictional brand in the tarantino universe according to details in once upon a time in hollywood the tobacco company was founded in 1862 would you like my score Ian, or would you like me to just uh, continue would with be whatever f- this is that would be f-
3: <laughs> fantastic i get get
0: score. right that kill bill uh kill bill score kill bill right oh what was my previous guess it was 74 it
3: right your previous doesn't, guess doesn't, doesn't
1: matter, matter. <laughs> 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 so you're going by what jackie brown was on 64, 64.
0: So you... yeah okay 64, so whether it's right.
3: higher or lower than that
0: yeah well it's higher it's higher you think it's it's, what, what it's, you think how did he score?
3: beat me last week how did <laughs> this happen George I'm <laughs> going to beat you again this week
1: <laughs> it's, it's like, a it's ruse. like Owen's taking some kind of drug today and he's just completely <laughs> off it like, oh, uh, like more so than usual because you, you probably now know if, on the fourth episode listen to us hopefully you have listened to all our other previous episodes which are all available yeah. on Spotify uh, and you Google Podcast now and Google Podcast um, Owen is, is normally fairly slow but today I mean it's like a different level
2: it's yeah
1: like... <laughs> right Kill Bill score I'm
2: just gonna I'm not like, no more fast so you,
0: d- okay? you, d- you just went <laughs> 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 okay I'm just gonna uh, oh I'm gonna just say 79 okay done no more 79. 79 George what is your score
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Owen's gone too high. Ooh! um, I think it's definitely higher. I don't think it's that high um, I think the whole sim more like like more simplistic take on it, I think might be a bit might rub people the wrong way. They're expecting something from Tarantino to be maybe a bit more thinky uh, so I'm gonna go seventy i'm gonna go seventy seven
0: You're saying it wasn't racist enough for you, George. (laughs) 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 So you went at
1: 77. So remind me again, what did you go for?
0: I went for 79. Oh, okay.
1: So slightly, slightly lower. Um, So you are both right with being higher. Uh, George is the closest um, this time round. He's actually on 69.
2: Oh. I, was ho- I was hoping for someone would say sixty nine. Nice.
1: Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, we're not
3: we're not childish eating, so we wouldn't have gone for it. Oh, that. really? Yeah.
1: Uh, Shall I reference the previous three episodes uh, <laughs> where sixty nine has been brought at least once? I'd say definitely <laughs> at least twice, maybe. Uh, but with that, with the score in there, that has made it things a little bit more juicy. You are both tied again, oh. on five all. Um, So Kill Kill Bill Volume 1 Obviously quite quite popular Uh, A lot of people had a lot of issues with it being Very violent Um, I mean do they not see the previous Tarantino movies Um, A lot of people say it's kind of very Visually striking, probably one of his best Kind of shot films to Date Or what did someone say? Even more gory and adolescent than its models, which explains both the fun and unpleasantness of this globe-trotting romp by Jonathan Rosenbaum from the Chicago Reader. He looks like a really old woman in his picture. Uh, I thought that was like someone's <laughs> random grand in a picture. That's really strange. Um, but do you guys know? see the uh, the bride wears a yellow kind of jumpsuit in the film. Do you know where that inspiration for that outfit would have come from?
0: It would come from Bruce Lee in Enter the Dragon.
1: You're, you're, you're half right. It's from Bruce Lee, but it's actually from his final film, Game of Death, in 1978. Ah, oh, I said that with such confidence. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, slightly. Yeah. I mean, I love that you came out straight away with Bruce Lee. You could have just stopped there and I'd be like, wow, that's impressive. But yeah, he's a big martial arts fan, he loves Bruce Lee. He knows everything about Bruce Lee, as we will probably find out a little bit later with one of the later films. So um George, you will be- get to go first again. So it's Kill Bill Volume Two. Compare it to the last one on 69. Is that higher or lower? But first of all. Which is the better movie, in your opinion?
2: I
3: I prefer Volume 1. I don't think I've seen Volume 2 recently at all. I can't even remember the last time I watched it. No. I think I've only seen it once. That was really inspiring, George. I know. <laughs> it's so entertaining for the listeners. It's just been so... ...long. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think,
3: I I don't know, There's there must be something, I can't tell you why, but there must be something about the first one that I prefer to the second one. Um, I
0: think it's the pressure, Ian. I think George is starting to feel the pressure <laughs> again. He's really, really, yeah, really it's, well. it's, it's
1: it's getting we're, to we're, it. we're, Well, we're, we're basically at the halfway point nearly, so, uh, well, basically there, so he, I think he's feeling like uh, no one's got a spot on yet, no one's got the three points, you kind of yeah. go from one to the other. Um I remember Kill Bill Volume Two quite well, and I would say I think the first one is better in my opinion, mainly because it's a lot more if you're looking for a more punchy movie out of the two volume one's a lot more punchy it's yeah. a lot more fast paced Volume Two has a big gap of flashbacks of her training um and of bits where it doesn't kind of uh, things don't really seem to happen for a while and it is longer yeah. too but it's it has a, bit a more dull. Yeah, but it definitely has a really good ending and a good payoff at the end. Um, and
0: for Tarantino films, there's a distinct lack of racism, which is a positive.
1: <laughs> a lot of sexism and sexual assault in Kill Bill yeah. movies, so um, so maybe just swapped out the racism for sexual assault and. Uh,
0: sexual yeah, you can't have too them.
3: many problematic things in, there <laughs> otherwise it would send didn't... send everybody off. God forbid. <laughs> he, he didn't
0: want the uh, he didn't want the trident. He didn't want the big three. Uh, uh racism, sexism and what's the third one?
3: Homophobia. Homophobia, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. gotta be the big the big three. We'll go with that. Big
0: three. There weren't any others that we discussed and have now edited. No, our... There was, Absol- nothing, no, yeah, there was no.
3: nothing that's on the cutting room floor to cancel <laughs> us all. <laughs> <laughs> so George, you
1: were gonna give me your your race because you can't you don't remember the film all too well, so you can't really give me any kind of Opinion.
3: It's it's but. not that I don't really remember it all that well. It's just it like it doesn't stick. Like when I think of it, I'm not like oh great fond memories or anything like that. It's just like a, Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Like I said, I think it's just a bit. It's just more dull. Um, and f- the age that I was watching it, I would have been like, I need, I want more constant, go go go. Um, anyway, I think it's gonna be. Oh, but the first one was rated pretty low. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, I think it's lower, Mm -hmm. but I think that everybody else might. Oh no, the pressure has gone. Oh, he's a little bit here, isn't he? I am. (laughs) Okay. No, I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to say that everybody else said it was lower as well. Uh, I'm going to go down to sixty eight. So just
1: slightly lower than slightly Kill Bill lower, one. right? Okay, I'm
3: being, I'm being diplomatic.
1: Okay, <laughs> Owen, oh, it's a big opportunity here at halfway point. Um, do you agree with George that it's lower, or do you think that it's actually higher?
0: Oh, I d- I don't recall a lot of Kill Bill two. I kind of see them as interchangeable. I don't remember scenes from which one is which.
1: Um. I think and it might be the whole train, the training, the black and white training with the uh, ah, okay. Chinese kung fu guy. There's a lot of that. Um,
0: is Michael Madsen in both of them? Is he, he? is, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he's in. He's in flashbacks in the first one, and then I think he's um, at the end of the first one, where he's, I think they they mention to him that she's on her way, um, and they have their one to one in Volume Two that Okay. Dal Hannah, who's the character with the eye patch.
0: Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to overthink it. I'm just going to say that as a sequel it was probably better because he probably listened to the critiques of the first one and tailored it to be more critically responsive. Not critically responsive, I'm guessing that Tarantino is quite... Stubborn? I think, yeah, I would say stubborn, but I would say that he had the reaction from the first film that maybe certain things weren't right and then he would have... Took that on board, and made it tenfold for the second one. I don't really know where I'm going right. with this point, so I'm just going to yeah, say that. What <laughs> well, does that make sense?
3: Yeah, like taking on feedback and criticism. Like he gives, it, he had the opportunity to make certain yeah. tweaks and push it in a slightly, maybe, different direction. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I'm going to say seventy-four. Seventy-four higher.
1: Higher. Mm. Okay, so one of you is incorrect these uh, Owen you are the one who's correct oh no uh, it's rated a lot higher actually uh, 83 ah so I was yeah. right so in my um the second wow. second highest rated so far so that means Owen gets a two points Georgie gets zero uh, so Owen takes the lead seven to five at the halfway no. point um, so Keelobin volume two um, David Carradine who plays Bill is I believe it's one of his last movies. He died not long after, in a very very weird way. I think he was in Thailand, some Asian country. And he was found uh he was strangled in some kind of sex act. <laughs> um, so himself, like I, I think it was almost like a, it was like a a, a, a group of women. At least he was uh, or maybe not Yeah, I, it was yeah. never seen as foul play. I think it was a a a,
3: a, a poor accident. He died. Um, he died doing what he loved.
0: Yeah, yeah he died Being strangled by Thai teenagers Probably
3: yeah, well, <laughs> well they eventually killed Bill
1: So um, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> nice. um, So let's move on to so the next film on the list um, Is part of the Grindhouse Double feature Which is the one that's directed by Quentin Tarantino which is Death Proof uh, Starring Kurt Russell As Stuntman Mike uh So before we do go any further, have you both watched this one?
3: No, George. I haven't seen this. I've seen Planet Terror's the other on the Planet feature, Terror's. Isn't it?
1: That's the Robert Rodriguez one. Yeah.
3: yeah, I've seen Planet Terror. I just never got to the other side of the double feature. Right,
1: I, I, that's quite a common thing when I speak to a lot of people. They always go, no, "I've never heard of Death Proof." Or no, oh. I've not seen that.
0: I've never heard of it either. Prime yeah, example. But...
1: So, just to let you guys know what it is about, it's very good. Um, it's part of the, the Grindhouse feature that him, that Tarantino and Rodriguez did, um, and this one's based on Kurt Ross's character, is called Stuntman Mike, and what he basically does is, he goes to bars, has a few drinks, picks up a woman, takes him into his car, oh, oh, like that this, basically guy. locks the doors, and then he drives at a very, very fast pace, crashes his car to kill the woman. But oh. the trick is, his car and his seat in that whole car is death-proof. So he uses the car from the movies to do his stunts. So he picks up women, drives them, no seatbelt, nothing, crashes the car, he's safe, women are not. Uh, but as the film goes on, after that kind of first incident, he tries to kind of uh, scare off a bunch of women, but they start to kind of take back and try to get some revenge against him. So it's kind of a revenge movie as well. Mm. Um and Kurtos was brilliant as Stuntman Mike, so it's one that you should definitely watch. Am I first? You
0: after? <laughs> I would yeah. just go straight <laughs> in with the rating. Honestly,
3: <laughs>
0: I think that sounds like absolute shit. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, don't trust Ian's taste in films, as uh, has been pointed out <clears throat> in previous uh, episodes. Not always, we do agree sometimes, yeah. but a lot of the time, okay. I think Ian is wrong, and he looks at things through a critical gaze and not an objective gaze, I'm going to say this film's absolute <laughs> shy. I'm going to go straight in with 57%. It
3: percent is back. <laughs>
0: and, yeah. and lock that one in as well. Lock it in. You
1: Look you're looking, So just to confirm you're locking in at what, sorry, Aaron? 57%. 57%,
0: okay.
1: So, you, so you've, you've gone lower. Okay, uh, George... Um, Going by what the film's about, what do you think the score could be for this one?
3: I I think Owen's kind of got a... Owen's got the right idea. Not from like a, you're looking at it in terms of a critical eye and fans and blah blah blah. Because because it is a grindhouse picture, I think it's supposed to be that way. A bit bit rough around the edges. Yeah, exactly. Like Planet Terror is so fantastic because of how rough around the edges it is and a lot of it is kind of like, ooh, uncomfortable, sort of. But it's 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 really enjoyable for that. Whether critics kind of like that or not is another matter. Um, if he's gone in at 57, I think I just need to slightly edge him out. So I'm going to go lower, because obviously it's going to be lower. But I'm going to go for a solid 60. Coward.
1: Okay, so you've, so you've gone slightly higher than, than
3: Slightly Owen. higher than Owen. I think okay. I just want to block him out.
1: Well, I can say that you did the right thing by going slightly higher than, than Owen. So you are the closest with that. So you have now got the two points. So you're now on seven Owens on eight. Fantastic. Uh, rated higher than what you both think. is actually on 77. So, so far rated higher than Kill Volume 1 and oh. Jackie Brown.
3: So out of it interest. Was, Yes. what is what's planet terror rated oh let's have a look uh give it a gooks. let's have a little look
1: i believe i think maybe planet Terror's was um lower
3: um, i would imagine it's lower because it is a very like kind of campy crappy but thoroughly enjoyable film
1: it is rated oh 77 so oh. I, I don't i don't know whether they that they get both
3: get rated at the same because it's in the feature?
1: Yeah, so I've, I, I believe that in America they were released together as part yeah. of the whole Grindhouse kind of Makes sense. double feature. But I don't think that was the case here in the UK. I think there was a kind of a small gap between Terror and Death Proof
3: mm. so they weren't released. So they also kind of got the same score because they're technically part of the same product, I suppose. Um, yeah. I, I, I imagine uh, Death Proof has dragged <laughs> Planet Terra up, but not the other way around. Yeah. Um,
1: but some interesting th- kind of uh, trivia on it. Uh, you haven't seen it, but they've obviously gone through the whole Grindhouse feature, which, if you don't know what kind of what Grindhouse movies are, they're kind of movies back in the day where they were kind of passed around from cinema to cinema, to cinema to cinema, and they kind of achieved that kind of dirty kind of look. And then after a yeah. while, it kind of looked kind of very B grade, C grade. Uh, yeah. And the films themselves were physically scratched on purposes to kind of achieve that kind of dirty scratch look. So they've kind of made it look like it's a film from its time um, as well. But one of the really cool things about Death Proof is Zoe Bell, um, who's in the film, does all of her own stunts. And there's a really, really incredible stunt she does on the front of a car during a really high uh, car chase scene, which is just mind-blowing how she does it. Uh, but she, a lot of the time, is Una Thurman's stunt double in a lot of the movies. And she does pick, kind of pop up in other Tarantino movies. Um, very famous stuntwoman from Australia. Hmm. Um, cool. So, quick recap of the scores. It has changed. Uh, Owen's still in the lead with eight, but George is on seven. So still very, very close. So, Owen, you'll get to go first again. One to play for. Next film on the list is Inglorious Bastards. Oh my word, now, is what that a film higher or lower than Death Proof on seventy seven.
0: I'm gonna go ahead and say it. This is Tarantino's best film. I said it. I would
1: probably agree with you. I would probably agree with you though, definitely. Definitely definitely at least in his top three for sure. Uh but it gets better and better every single time I see it. This uh, film it's
0: it's is absolutely stupendous, Ian.
1: <laughs> Are you Chris Ebeck. <laughs> right let's
0: have some let's have some parliamentary procedure here because uh right, okay, this film is as close to a masterpiece as you can get, yeah, I'm and sorry. I'm not even going to elaborate further because if you haven't seen it, shame on you, go and watch it <laughs> do you know what if you haven't seen it, don't go and watch it because you should have seen it by now, shame on you you don't deserve it <laughs> <laughs> this film i'm saying 89% for me it's 100% but i'm saying 89% 89 and okay you think that's low george
3: i think that i think that's low yeah sorry no, uh, no, but in, uh, that that,
0: in my brain <laughs> but i'm not falling for george's mind games i'm saying 89 <laughs> I'm, I'm saying 89% there'll be people out there that didn't like it weirdos Ian's friends who review films.
1: <laughs> as far as I know, everyone I know loves *Inglourious Bastards I've, I've never met a single person who doesn't like it. And
3: no, really? I
1: Ruby is very, very strict with her ratings when we watch films, um, and she really liked *Inglourious Bastards
0: All right, uh, okay, you've convinced me. I'm saying ninety-one. Ninety-one have changed. Unlock it. Unlock it. Unlock it. Unlock it. Unlock it. Unlock it now. <laughs> you
3: can't unlock it. No. Locked
1: in at uh, 89. It's locked in 89. Okay. Oh, God. For fuck's
2: okay. Fuck sake. Okay, 89. sake. So, George, uh,
3: you, you feel like maybe it's higher than... I think it's higher. Same now. thing as like, what you've just said. I've ne- uh, I've never met a single person that hasn't enjoyed it. Mm. Everybody was super pumped for it. The idea of Tarantino doing like a war film. Everybody was like, great... The bit where they shoot Hitler in the face <laughs> is so you know what? unexpected. I had that scene so in my fantastic. head. I, it's, so, it's, the, it's such a
1: good. The, the, the,
3: the quick, point. like, one, two second cut of just yeah, the bullets exactly. go to his face
1: is like, <laughs> yeah. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's yeah. purely for that. It's so good.
3: Um, oh, I love it. Oh, I love it all. It's such a good film. Um, I would give it a lot higher than this rating, but I'm being tactical again. And so I am going, I'm edging somewhat. Uh, edging me, George. God. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of information. You think it's Sam <laughs> higher kid from Dust to a Door again? <laughs> uh, um, so I'm going to go for 93. 93. So yeah. very, very high. This may cause some
1: issues, but you are both wrong, unfortunately. Uh, it's on Metascore, it's rated lower Than death proof, it's on sixty nine. What? What? Fuck! Right, we're starting a petition. Sixty nine. But joking. What? No. But what I will say though is that we never normally mention Rotten Tomatoes. Normally they're kind of similar, but Rotten Tomatoes on eighty nine percent, which I feel like is definitely a lot more of a better uh, rating. And it's more accurately kind of. It's on
3: sixty nine. I'm (laughs) shaking.
1: I'm shaking with rage. That's, right
2: that's
3: now. insanity.
1: Uh, it is insanity. So it's currently lower than uh Deathproof, Bill Volume 2, Pulp Fiction, and Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> um But uh let's go straight into some cool stuff. Uh, I feel some, like we need to trivia. I feel like
3: we need to change our source now. <laughs> we need to address we need to address this. Just
1: change change the logo, change the colours change it exactly. all um
3: oh my god
1: but this was a this was a very very close um kind of to, kind of close to heart project for talent it's something that he worked on for nearly 10 years uh to actually make um which is insane um and i think that just goes to show he clearly had a lot of time to get it right and i feel like there's not one part of that movie <laughs> it's not one part of the film that you kind of question and think, mm, "That's not even that's not good." Even the weird Mike Myers cameo, which is very strange, oh, it's I, like an I, English I, but it's spy. It's really good. It's it's Winston a, it's Churchill. He's not. It's
3: not Churchill. He's, he's, he's a part a... of the military intelligence. And yeah. then Winston Churchill was just sat in the background.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, with uh, Michael Fassbender, it's Archie yeah. Hitchcock. Is he Archie? Stuff like
1: that, yeah. yeah. He's basically what I feel like he's basically Austin Powers uh, yeah. in that scene. And I think the one thing I've learned from that film is I, if there was ever to be another war and I was trying to be German, I'd know how to say the correct three on my hand. Yeah, That's, that's mm-hmm. the correct like way. But Michael Fassbender goes with the, the the middle three fingers, which is how they deduce that he is uh, not really German.
0: Ian, I've got three fingers for George.
1: <laughs> <right now. laughs> that, that's an amount of points I'm going to deduct from you, moment, in a moment. Owen, if you yeah. don't know. Um, uh, I would just say, for the that...
3: listeners, because again, this is an audio podcast. That was mm. two fingers on one hand, you can guess, and then one on the other, you can guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would say that Michael Fassbender scene is one of one of my favourite scenes in the whole movie, oh, barring so the dense. opening scene. Uh, what would you say is your Favourite or most memorable scene from Inglourious Masters.
3: Um, Well, I already said Hitler getting shot in the face. Um, but I really, uh, it's, it's a bit, maybe a toss up between even just the opening, um, the farmhouse. Yeah. With, um, kind of the introduction of Christoph Waltz's character. Incredible. Uh, or kind of like, I guess you'd call it like Shoshana's revenge mm. when she's on the, screen it's all burning down like all of that ending is just so good um yeah i mean Uh, probably the probably the theater because it is just so it's fantastic but i really like the underground bar scene like the the tent the tension in that um when that guy who's just had a kid like just Mm. absolutely guns down everybody so good that cinema scene though is it's so claustrophobic because you know that there's
1: other people at, at play that are yeah, kind of, you know, shutting up the doors, they're locking everyone in so you know that everyone's kind of stuck in and you've got all of the characters from the film in one location, not yeah. really kind of expecting it. It kind of all slowly kind of happens and the aftermath yeah. of that is just insane. Um,
3: and I think that's so... Is it Eli, Eli Roth's character is the uh, one that shoots Hitler in the face? Like, it's that whole... Badger, yeah. Yeah. So the, um, that whole thing of kind of just well, it's all gone tits up, just shoot Hitler in the face is like <laughs> the best thing. <laughs> like, it's a suicide mission, but at least we're going to shoot Hitler in the face is the best. <laughs> <It's> the
1: best <laughs> I mean, what do you think? Oh yeah, go on Owen, sorry. I, I've, I've completely missed you out. I like
0: two scenes. I like the Golomi scene. Gullormy, you know, and he asks oh, them about oh, where they're from. <laughs> and, and I like the scene where uh, he shoots Herman at the end and he's like Judovic scalp Herman and then he pins down Hans Lander and he's like I bet uh, when you when you get home you're going to take that uniform off and he says I'm going to give you something you can't take off for the rest of your pecker sucking life and he scalps him <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah just quick cut to uh, putting the, the Nazi uh, <laughs> yeah. on his forehead That's so scene, good
0: Brad Pitt is awesome in that film I mean the accent is terrible yeah. but it just works
2: so yeah. well <laughs>
1: I, I really like the bit in the cinema scene where the, the screen itself is just finally burnt down, but the projector's still playing, and the, the image of her laughing is on like the mm. flames or the smoke.
2: So, yeah. like a
1: really haunting, eerie part of it, um, which kind of makes it feel a bit more real about what's kind of happening. But then you see the, the madness of Hitler being shot in the face with a, a machine gun, which uh, kind of bounces it all out in the end. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. just to recap, you are both incorrect, unfortunately, with that one, which I think we can all agree that is definitely wrong. Um, yeah. So the leader is still Owen with a one point uh, in front of George of eight to seven. So next one on the list is um, his first venture into the Western genre with Django Unchained. So is that higher or lower than Inglorious Bastards on 69, Owen? Higher. Higher.
3: <laughs> Straight away. Straight
0: I've got away. a story about Django Unchained. Um, I watched Django Unchained at the cinema and somebody stood up at the end and clapped. I've never seen that before. It's the first time I've ever seen <laughs> that happen. Yeah. Um, really? I nearly joined uh, in, but I thought it was inappropriate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you're in America, maybe. But yeah. I've I've been yeah. to... I've been to quite a lot of film festivals and film screeners um, and people clap at those, or they choose not to. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. It's definitely not a general public thing. It's definitely reserved for certain times, I think.
0: Yeah, Django uh, Unchained. Um... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Django Chain. what a film. Great film. Uh, Great audience when I saw it. At least they waited for it to be over when the credits rolled to clap and enjoy it. Showed their appreciation to a literal (laughs) screen. Like, you're clapping at a screen, aren't you, really? (laughs) It's not like Cannes Film Festival where all the directors and the actors are in the room with you. (laughs) Yeah, okay, Django. I'm going to go Django Unchained. Uh, Great film. Uh, Christoph Waltz is absolutely brilliant in it. 81%. 81%. <laughs> still going for the percent.
1: Yeah, still That's going for the percent. Yeah, you're, you're going with 81. Okay, 81. George, I'm
3: guessing you have watched Django Unchained. I have um, many, many times. Thoughts on it? Uh, Really great film. Love it. I don't know what it is, but I was kind of going into it thinking I would never buy Christoph Waltz as a good person. Mm. Um. Like, because he's just a, a very villainous <laughs> <It's> like one <laughs> like, of like, the worst well. person, like in the previous his previous film, yeah exactly like the, yeah.
1: Most, the nicest person:
3: yeah, um but no, I really liked it. I think it's really interesting watching kind of Jamie Fox doing the interviews with uh, with various people talking about Tarantino's directing style and <laughs> um how angry he would get with him for being too cool. Um, oh i've seen this
1: i've seen this interview is it when he's on like howard stern
3: uh yeah i think so yeah um yeah and yeah like he was too cool to start with it's like you're not you're not cool right now and it's 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 an interesting insight into like the way tarantino directs which i don't think comes as a shock to anybody um because didn't tarantino basically say say,
1: he's like um what are you doing he was like, "You're yeah. you're you're a fucking slave. You're not cool. Exactly, yeah. You can't read. You <laughs> yeah. can't write. You're not cool." And I was like, "Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually." <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, yeah, it and it probably does the like it it works for the film, doesn't it? Like you have to have some growth in character um, because at the end he is incredibly cool. I'll
0: tell you who really owned his role in that film and really got into his character. Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah, he really seemed to enjoy saying certain things in that film. Some of the dialogue he said, he
1: said it with <laughs>
3: such viciousness.
1: Well, I'm, I'll, yeah. I'll give you a quick trivia on this, actually.
3: Because can I... I? Can I give you the trivia before you give it? Oh, go go Ian's going to be out yes. trivia. This gu- is the first. I i guarantee you are about to say that during the Candyland scene, he actually cuts his hand oh. for real.
1: Well, that was something I wasn't going to bring up, but I feel like people did know that. But what I was about oh, yeah, to, say I was to say is kind oh, of, fine, Fuck you. Kind, of <laughs> kind of like going <laughs> kind of more on what kind of Owen was saying about what the kind of things that DiCaprio's character was saying is that there was one bit where he said he he had to stop because DiCaprio was saying he was having a difficult time with using so many racial slurs, and Samuel Jackson basically just pulled him aside and said, "Motherfucker, this is just another Tuesday for us."
2: <laughs> so he was just like, basically,
1: I don't care. I've heard it all the time. Just say it, it's a film, just get on with it kind of thing. So I think that must be quite nice for Leo. George, what's your rating for Django? Do you think it's higher or lower than um, 69 for Inglourious Bastards?
3: I think it's definitely, I think it's definitely, definitely higher. Hmm. I mean, Inglourious Bastards, like, it should be much higher. Um, I think it's higher. Um, I'm going to go slightly higher than Owen, I think. Uh, and I'm going to go up to eighty-three.
1: Eighty-three. Okay. Well, I am pleased to announce that someone has got it spot on. Oh my very, God! Please be me. Key stage. So you're both right with it being higher. Owen Cox, you are the one who got it spot on. Oh 81. my God! One. So you got the three points. No. Uh So going into the last two uh films of the of the game uh Aaron is on 11 george is on eight.
3: Oh,
0: george so how do you feel points
1: has been massive yeah let's get some quick thoughts from from george how, how do you feel in this moment oh
3: i thought i genuinely thought when you're like someone spot on i was like yeah fucking i can crash that that was <laughs> oh, god uh, george is on the verge of tears the last time I was this disappointed was when I first saw Ian with his top off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I thought you better say when I wanted Owen to come onto the podcast as the other co-host. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we all know you're just lying there, George. You loved it when I was top off. <laughs> anyway, that's for another podcast. Um, let's move on to the penultimate film of the round, um, The Hateful Eight. So another kind of western E type movie um so rn you get to go first hateful 8 is that higher or lower than django unchained on 81
0: it is higher than django unchained and the hateful 8 is an absolutely magnificent marvellous film i'm trying to think of other synonyms every time i describe how good a film is this film is stupendous already have I Said she's already, yeah. I had she's yeah. You have yeah.
3: multiple times, okay. Well,
0: well, this film is um, whoa. my vocabulary doesn't extend very far. Um, this film is wicked, <laughs>
1: <laughs> wicked. it's very good.
0: Yeah. Is this is it is it Walter Goggins who plays the mayor, mm. or is he the deputy, he, he, soon to be deputy? He's
1: Soon to be deputy. Oh yeah. Walter
0: Goggins is brilliant in this film, isn't he? He's so good in it.
1: I think he gets forgotten a little bit because it's he's surrounded by so many people. Yeah. You've got weirdly I always forget Channon Tatum. Oh yeah. Is in this he's actually really good in it? Um, obviously Samuel Jackson. Um I, Bruce Stern and for his age as well, still really, really good. But he's basically sitting in, in an armchair <laughs> the whole yeah, film, yeah. Uh, which he kind of gets away with a little bit. But he's very, very good also. And I love Tim Roth as well. Tim Roth is always great. And it's good to see him back in a, in a Tarantino movie as well in this. But you seem to rate this very, very highly, Owen. Would you say this is one of your favourite Tarantino movies?
3: Uh, yeah,
0: it probably is. It's all... It's, um, it would go in Glorious Bastards, and then maybe The Hateful Eight after that, and then maybe Reservoir Dogs. I know that sounds weird to say, but I do love Pulp Fiction. But they're all they're all really good films. So it's more about personal preference, isn't it? You can have yeah. like your favourite, but you still recognise that the others are as good as that film. But I just really like I like bottle episodes of TV shows and I like bottle films. I like. I like scenes, and well not particularly scenes, but films and episodes that are all filmed in one room and in one set, so I really like this one, and I love the scene with, um, is it Mexican Bob, where he, where Samuel L. Jackson puts him up against the wall, and he goes, Can you put off a cabron? When he confronts them. I mean Devin Bashir's
1: character—he is again kind of like an unsung hero in that, a bit like Channing Tatum, where he's not—he's not the main person, but in any scene he's in, he kind of does see it a little bit. Um, yeah, I—I I, I, always—I'd
3: like to raise a point that I think Owen is on his phone, and I think he's no, 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 no.
0: I was Googling the name of the character on YouTube. I put in, can you prove it, Cabrone to remember his name. Oh, okay. Because yeah, <laughs> me means Zuki say it to each other all the time. <laughs> um, the thing is, when I saw the casting for this film, I was watching it the whole time thinking, so where's Channing Tatum going to come into it? Like, I wasn't sure mm-hmm. if he, did, he was a character mm-hmm. that I'd already seen. And, of course, he's under the floorboards of the whole film. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Hateful Eight is a good film. I've kind of gone off subject again with my favourite part of the film with Can You Prove It Cabron? <laughs> I'm going high with Hateful Eight because I think, I think this is a bit of a critic's film. I think critics would have really enjoyed it for the the fact that it is a bottle film and to be so such a good film and all shot on one set and in one room would elevate it in critics' eyes. I'm going to say... George is nodding along. His mind's working. He's trying to figure out what he's going to go. I'm going to. I'm <laughs> going to go 85, and not 85. percent this time. Okay. Just oh, 85, 90%. no percent.
1: Okay. So 85 again. Another key moment here for you, George. Uh, your yeah. your general feelings on the hateful weight. You've not said too much about
3: it. Um, do you... I? Can't get a word in edge race. <know>. I I really like it. I did the same thing. I watched it, going, "Have we seen Channing Tatum? Was he in heavy prosthetics and makeup?" And I just didn't notice. I don't think that critics would have liked it as much, though. I think I think you're wrong. What gives me that impression? I think you're wrong, George. In my head, there's just something going. Oh no, it's it's lower. I think you should go higher, Um, personally. What's the what's the point difference? Is it three points in it? Uh the difference between
1: you boys is the three points. So if you were to get a spot on and Owen was wrong, it would be equal going into the last round. But either way, if yeah. you got the closest and Owen was wrong, only one point in it. So it's very, very close. Key key moment in the game right now.
3: Yeah. What was Django? Django 80, was eighty one. Yeah. Cause he was cause this bastard was spot on. Um right. I think Owen is currently opening some dog treats and is eating <laughs> one of bones. He's scoffing it right down. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Dirty boy. Um, <laughs> I think... Oh, God, you bastard man. I thought you were going to push it really high. I was, like, nodding to try and make you be, like, <laughs> up into the 90s. Um, I'm going to go lower. Fuck it. Let's go. I think are. you're
0: wrong. I'm, I think you should go higher. I'm going, I think you should reconsider. I think you should suck a nut, <laughs> mate. <laughs>
3: um, I'm going to say that it is lower. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's 80. Oh, so just... Just lower. Just lower. Okay. Because I'm still pissing my pants.
1: Okey-dokey. So, Owen, you are incorrect with it being higher. Yes! George is right with it being lower. You are the closest, but quite a way off. It's rated sixty-eight.
3: Oh, uh, what? Are they, so what's wrong with five, these critics, Ian?
1: Four. I, well, I know. I know.
3: See, I I can see that. I I. It is a little
1: boring. it's, it's not not Brilliant. As as ja- it's it's not as good as Django. I would say. I I would say that it definitely it's a slow build of the hateful weight. To you get past that first half of build of the building of the of the you know the premise, the story, the characters. And that tension, once that tension kind of breaks halfway through, it's it just, like, ups the ante. And I was really, really fortunate to see this in Lesser Square in London um, at a 70 mil special presentation, like the road show version of it, which was a really rare showing of it in, in the world, actually. And they had an intermission for this.
2: Yeah.
1: And basically at the point where Bruce character just killed... Um, and when it all starts to kick off, that's when the intermission kicks in. And we're just oh, right. like, wow, okay. Like, it's gone from almost like, it's basically watching a two-part TV show. You watch that you know, one episode, you think, oh, is it going to go anywhere? Has that insane end, that it leaves you on like 10 hooks going to the next part. And I was so yeah. kind of pumped up to see the second half. And that was an incredible experience to see it that way. Um, but there we go. It's going to a very, very juicy ending, though.
3: Bad Times at El Royale, I think, possibly does a better job than The Hateful Eight of setting up this kind of, like, story with all these characters intermingling and stuff I And you don't really quite know everybody's motive. I haven't seen it yet. Gosh. I
1: Yeah, it's, it's one of the films that's been on my list for a
3: long time, I haven't got round to oh, it. I, I had a few know. people say it's a
1: bit naff, so I was like,
3: oh. Oh, I really liked it. I think it's 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 like, it's basically, the it's like The Hateful Eight, but, like... Faster paced, Ian. Less. <laughs> Owen's face no, is just like it's not as good as it's not as good as the hateful eight. It's not as good, but it, it's like a easier version. Right. It's like Owen's going to vomit He's going to vom.
0: Let's 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 <laughs> get on with this. So I can finish this clown.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so some quick some some quick trivia on hateful eight, which I didn't actually know. I didn't realize that the script was actually leaked online before. Um, he even kind of cast the film it got got leaked, oh. put it out there he was really upset, didn't want to make the movie and then did a reading of the script in LA uh, and kind of put together some people and they all absolutely loved it, it was Samuel Jackson in the end who persuaded him to actually make it, because of that Tarantino accepted and we had the Hateful Eight, hate. so in a sense we have Samuel Jackson uh, to thank for the Hateful Eight
3: hate actually existing um, which is quite interesting um same thing for snakes on a plane hmm. like you've, you've got you have to thank samuel L. jackson for snakes on a plane existing i i mean
1: thank or i mean it's a very, it's a very bad movie uh but that's what you're into <laughs> no it's George. definitely on
3: a par with hateful late it's definitely up there with uh they're they're evenly matched when you say so owen Maybe stakes on a plane sight. I feel like I'm actually
1: kind of rooting for Owen for this last film now. So. <laughs> um, but also another another truth before we go into the last one. Uh, again, that's not one I kind of really realised. But this is their sixth collaboration, uh, Samuel Jackson and Tarantino, and this is the first film or the first time that he received top billing in a film um, in a Tarantino movie. So a lot of a bigger role in this hmm. one so let's go into the last one which you probably will know what the last film is which is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood his most recent film in 2019 um, Owen is still leading just by the one point so you get to go first do you think that Once Upon a Time Hollywood is higher or lower than Hateful Eight on 68
0: yawn 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 <laughs> <laughs> what a yawn fest this film was and the f- bloody feet scene on the dashboard it's oh what a load of sh- I'm glad it's supposed to be his last feature film so what a load of shit I'm kind of
1: is it I think that's one more I think he's
0: doing novel. a novel isn't he
1: is he not doing a he novel he wants to do s- novels stage plays and stuff like that yeah uh, but I think he's still got one more feature film left I believe which I
3: think mm, I thought he's doing a Star Trek that's uh,
1: fallen through Yeah, but Ah. it looks like it could potentially be Kill Bill Volume 3. I still don't know what it could be yet. He's still just enjoying his podcast. Have I mentioned his podcast? Quincy Tarantino's podcast? I'm not sure you Great. have. Straight listen to it. Would love to be on. No, oh, yeah. First <laughs> time.
2: Uh,
1: Owen Cox. Um, so you, you think it's a bit of a yawn fest. So do you Do you think it's still higher than 8.168? Or do you think it's lower than that?
0: I say a yawn fest. I did really enjoy the flame, ro- uh, flamethrower scene at the end. <laughs> Who didn't <laughs> enjoy that scene? Less that sounds pretty awesome. Um, oh, I uh, there's a lot of riding on this answer. I don't know whether your mates at the Critics' Guild and would like be creaming over this. Because <laughs> uh. I know what the critics are like. They seem to Look, love. I've
1: got, I've got them on speed dial. If they don't like it, I'll get them. On. <laughs> I'll get them on
0: quickly. They seem to hate what I love and love what I hate. George looks like he's ready to start pacing around the room. Uh... <laughs> Look, I'm just. No, I'm about to get. I was kind of hoping George would be would be first this round. Um, I feel like I'm just. Ooh.
3: Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Uh, I, you are in the lead. Yes. I, I feel
0: so like it's going to face. be mid to late seventies. But then again, those bastards who critique these films in their infinite wisdom, I feel like they'd probably have it like late eighties. I feel like I just have to just go for it. Um, Seventy-seven. No, 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 no. Uh, Seventy seven. Mm, 77, 77.
1: Final answer.
0: Hopefully, George's answer's quick because I can't take the tension.
1: So seventy-seven. So George, this is a big moment for you. You can still, you can still close the gap and even win at this point um, if you do get a spot. On. Um.
3: Yeah, I watched this um, earlier this year um, for the first first time. Or? I, for the first time. Yeah. Um. Because I'd only heard bad things. I don't know whether that was critics saying it was bad or just everybody that I know saying it was boring. But I actually was quite pleasantly surprised because I had such low expectations going into it. Um, I had nothing to do all day, so I just whacked it on and just enjoyed it. I, th- I think Owen's gone too high. I th- I think it's still higher.
1: <sighs> oh, it has his head what in his hate, hands.
3: What was what was hateful? Eight hateful eight, eight was sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. Is it higher? If I go higher, and I'm closer, we we draw. If I get it spot on, I win. Yeah. If it's lower, then I definitely draw.
1: If you if say if it was to be lower know, oh c- if it's lower, I might win. Yeah, you could win if you, it was to be lower. Yeah. Because oh, oh, I would be wrong in that, in that scenario.
3: Yeah, fuck it. It's lower. You're, you're going lower. Okay, what, what number are you going with? I, I'm going to go. I'm going to say it's lower. And I'm going to go. Oh God, this doesn't feel good though. Personally, and I want everybody to know this. Personally, I don't think it is lower. But to win the game... It's sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. Okay, I've got
1: my winner on the screen. Uh I've got the final points. I can say that George absolutely bottled it at the end. No! no, no. Is the winner of back the to back, Tarantino back round to, the final back. score of thirteen to George with ten. No. Um, So Owen Cox, you are the current champion. Uh,
3: Wait, so what was the score? The
1: score score itself was 83. So a lot more than what
3: you guys thought. 83, that is really awesome for a boring film. It's
1: really well received critically. I remember seeing this in the cinema for the first time and I was so disappointed at the time. I walked out and I was just like, that was so boring. I just didn't I didn't get it. And then I waited about two years, watched it again, and really liked it. Not my favourite Tarantino movie, but I appreciate it a lot more on a second second oh, view. Damn. Um but fucking bug oh, in initial thoughts on, on on winning your second podcast. You're now joint uh on um all time wins with two with George now. You were two nil down overall. How are you mm. feeling? This is How such...
0: am I feeling? I'm, I'm getting bored. I'm, I'm getting killed by success. I just feel a bit bored by it now. I
1: like <laughs> maybe I <maybe we> should
0: <laughs> throw the next episode just to give George. You're basically doing <laughs> Jose
1: Mourinho's third season syndrome, aren't you? to yeah. Get to the first season and think, oh, actually, I'm going to get sacked this year. <laughs> and not with. Yay! Any... More football tour. Yay! Talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Um, I do. I do think this. This is definitely the most exciting and nail biting.
1: It's definitely been our closest ones so far. It was so nice, I had
3: to do it twice. (laughs) (laughs) Boo Boo you. I I think because we had a couple of we were tied um, at different points, and I went first because I'm technically the reigning champion, but now we are tied for reigning champion, I do think that we need to share out the whoever goes first because realistically, I reckon Owen... Got a bit lucky with some guesses Ooh. there. Some more
0: grapes,
1: oh, if you ask oh, me. Oh, he's getting a little bit biasy here ready for the next uh, episode. We haven't even scheduled in yet. Exactly. So he's, he's getting them in. No,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put, in, put the stipulations in. I'm like the rock. I can't lose a fight. Otherwise, I won't. Well,
1: Owen, you get to give us your recommendation um, as you won this round. So what is your recommendation to the people for us to watch
0: um, my recommendation I'm sorry I'm just so high of that victory and I'm just enjoying <laughs> looking at George's screen with his head in his hands and just I'm no longer <laughs> being edged <laughs>
1: you've been through a rollercoaster of emotions that's for sure uh, you, you are like, you're now crashing from your success,
0: it's like a surreal feeling I don't even know, I'm, I'm <laughs> happy but it almost just feels like it doesn't feel real it's like, it feels like I should wake up from a dream any moment now <laughs> um, my recommendation is probably something everyone's yeah. already seen, uh, but what something I really enjoyed: uh, House of the Dragon. Have you, have you watched it yet? Yeah, so the,
1: the no the, the Game of I Thrones spin off show. Um,
0: it's better than Game, Game of
1: Thrones. Don't know what House of Dragon. Uh, well, I,
0: I say it. it's better than Game of Thrones. It's on par with the first four seasons of Game of Thrones, which are the okay. best seasons of Game of Thrones. Is on par with those seasons.
3: This is why Owen shouldn't win because he comes to a film podcast <laughs> with a recommendation that's not. A I film. could recommend so a film. Second
0: time. I could row. recommend a film if you want me to.
1: A <laughs> <laughs> film would be great as well. I'll, take, I'll give you that bonus.
0: Okay, well. okay. You should watch *Rain of Fire*, starring Gerard Butler, Christian Bale, and um, Matthew McConaughey. It's a early two oh, thousands uh action flick about post apocalyptic London after it's been taken over by dragons and that is the synopsis you'll get from me. You you have to, to that, you'll have to it? watch it to, to see the rest unfold. It's quite good. Uh I enjoyed it a lot as a child. I've done a lot of talking in this I episode. That from yeah, same and the game.
1: I I, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, so I, I it's been on my list for a very, very long time. I told you to so watch you know, it years I'll ago, th-
0: and you promised me you would. I don't, I, so now you have I to. I listen
1: to you. Now you have to watch to it. <laughs> no, I'm the host, I do what I want. <laughs> 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 I don't listen to your recommendations, I'm like, silly pit- uh, fools, I don't do what you say, I'm just here listening, just making you feel like sound good. You just enjoy um, watching George so- lose
0: at this point, don't you?
1: it's quite satisfying (laughs) I have to say I'm enjoying it but uh, thanks for your recommendation Owen Uh, that's another episode wrapped up from The Racers' Right so Owen congratulations on your win Uh, we hope to hear from you all soon and take care see you later bye bye now it's the rating it's the rating it's the rating it's the rating rating? rating?
0: The Rating is Right podcast is hosted by Ian Crowe and co hosted by George Robinson and Owen Cox. The show is edited by George Robinson. You can find the podcast on Instagram under the handle The Rating is Right, or you can contact the hosts on their email address, theratingisright at gmail.com, if you have any suggestions or want
2: to discuss your thoughts from previous episodes. Thanks for listening.